Hi, everybody. This is Devon Kleist, and we all know that knowledge is power, and that means it's time to power up. The opinions expressed on this broadcast are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this radio station. <laughs> you think? Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're situated on this great, big, beautiful blue globe floating through the void of Yas creation. It is leap year. Yeah, the 29th of February. It only happens once every four years. And for those of you out there that uh, are, like, say, uh, 40 years old, supposedly, if you were born on this date, well, I suppose you're technically only 10 years old. So I'd, I'd grab some of that. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to the program. Oh, my goodness. Just watching the wheels. So much stuff is going on all over the country. And, you know, it's, it's like the mainstream media is finally starting to get it. Finally, they're starting to get it. Um, I mentioned this on Tuesday, and it's worth repeating. Um, this past weekend, Cheryl Ackerson, and she, uh, she has a syndicated program on the NBC network, um, and it's called Full Measure. And she did a complete pantsing of the mainstream media when it comes to all the propaganda that they put out against Donald Trump. Now, again, you know, I think you regular folks know that for years and years, over decades, I've been screaming about the two birds, uh, two wings of the same bird, Republicrats, Democrats, all basically representing the corporations. Well, this has been going on for quite some time. But I have to tell you, Cheryl Atkinson went after the mainstream here because there's so many people out there that suffer from what they call Trump derangement syndrome. And we have to ask why. What is it that he did that got them so PO'd that they hate him? They despise him. They'll do anything to get him out. And just look at what's going on with the weaponization of our, of our justice system. I mean, what is driving these people to hate Trump so much? Well, there are two groups. Okay, they're the regular consumers of the intellectual fecal matter. And, of course, when you, in, when you ingest fecal matter, you end up with shh for brains. But the bottom line here <laughs> is that there's a group out there that hate Trump because of the media. And then there is another group out there that hates Trump because of his policies and what, is, what he brings to the table as far as leading this country. Now, there are globalists out there that absolutely do not want him in there. Now, we've discussed this in the past. Um, it's not Trump. Trump is a figurehead. Okay? It is the military, the, the good guys, the white hats, who basically recruited him. They asked him to run back in, the, was it 2009, 10-ish, something like that, around in that period of time, because they saw that the direction that this country was heading. And, uh, and that's why he was asked to come in there and do what he, what he did. America first. You want to call it nationalism? Okay, call it whatever you want. Separatism? Okay, call it whatever you want. But the bottom line here is if you're thinking, you know, if, if it's, you know, make America great again and we're going to be, you know, USA has got to come first, I don't see anything wrong with that. I really don't, especially with the world situation being what it is. And uh, but anyway, Cheryl Atkinson did a marvelous expose, and uh, if you want to if you want to check it out, um, I believe that there's a link at our website 
let me see if I still have it up here. There's so many. Oh, here it is. Yeah, Cheryl Atkinson.com slash 2024 slash 01 slash 50. And uh, there are 153 instances, maybe more. Let me see. They've got them all numerated here, all having to do with news stories that were put out there for public consumption, and they were lies. They were just twisted and fabricated, et cetera, et cetera. This is standard operating procedure for the mainstream media. They're propagandists. The journalists were drummed out. Anybody who's out there trying to tell the truth, no, you don't get a job for CBS anymore. No, you, here's your packing, you know, here's your marching orders. You're gone. But anyway, the point is, is that, uh, yeah, there are, the media is starting to come around. They have to. And, uh, and when it comes to the issue about Donald Trump and generating this Trump derangement syndrome, that's just one issue. The other big issue right now that they're finally starting to talk about, where here we are into the third year of the Biden administration, and the first thing that he did was to open up the borders. And at first, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, well, you know, give us, give us your tire, your weary, uh, downtrodden masses and everything. We're a nation of immigrants, and we should love everybody and open up the borders, let everybody in. Maybe 150 years ago, that was okay, because people were coming here to, to build a better life. Okay. However, in today's atmosphere, in the world situation right now, people coming into this country, they want to take advantage of it, or they want to destroy it. There's no doubt about that. And the latest numbers, let me see if I could pull this up here. I got a couple of, uh, uh, a couple of, uh, of audio clips here. Uh, well, let me see. I'll tell you what. Let's, uh, let's first go to, uh, okay, let me see. Uh, Bill Clinton. Yeah, let's, let's hear what Bill Clinton said 29 years ago. 29 years ago. Here's President Bill Clinton in regard to the border. All Americans not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Bingo. There it is. That was Bill Clinton 29 years ago. Now, that could be part of a Donald Trump speech today. Now, unfortunately, like I said, there's Trump derangement syndrome. So no matter what he says, he could say cancer is bad. And the, the left wingers will lose their minds and say cancer's good. He hates cancer. He's a hater. I mean, this is how insane this has gotten. But uh, you want to hear what's really gotten insane? You want to know what the solution is, according to Illinois Senator Dick Durbin? You know what he wants to do with these illegal aliens? Here he is. Here's Dick Durbin. Presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country, 
and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military. And if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. That's insanity. Absolute insanity. I mean, look at what's going on with the sanctuary cities. That was a big mistake. Now, all these mayors in all the cities around the country, they all of a sudden have hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants in their cities, and it's costing the city millions and millions and millions of dollars, and it's displacing the people who pay taxes. For instance, in the city of New York, yeah, they've emptied out the schools. All you kids, you're going to have to school at home online because we have to fill the schools with illegal immigrants. And they're also asking residents... And up in Massachusetts, open your homes and take these people in. We got no place to put them. I mean, my God, what is something? Somebody got hit with a stupid stick big time, really big time. And now they're backtracking. They're, they're, oh, maybe what we did wasn't such a good idea. You think? It's insanity. But here's, here's even more insanity for you, folks. In the past, uh, the, the estimates now, since this whole mess started three years ago, we are between 7 and 10 million immigrants who come into this country. Now, of those, it's estimated that approximately 37,000 of them, 37,000 are not good people. Okay, military age males without families, and many of them are coming from China. Now, I remind you, you don't get out of China unless they let you out, unless they want you to go. So how are all of these military-aged Chinese men, and I'm not a racist, don't even go there, but how are they being let into this country? 37,000 of them. And that's just to, to the end of last year, of 2023. So far, they're estimating that another fifteen to 17,000 have come across. That's fi- over 50,000 Chinese troops. That's, my gosh, how many battalions is that? I mean, and not only that, but they've got locations to go to. And I do want to let you in. Last week, uh, one, of our, one of the locals here, um, who lives well? Yeah, in, in, the, in the big town near me here, and they were saying, "Hey, uh, yeah, we were in town and we saw two, at least two buses that were offloading immigrants. Just came into the city, opened the doors, and let them out. All right, okay. Well, I guess our city and here, northwest, you know, sleepy northwest Montana, we're getting a bunch of illegal immigrants dumped into the big city nearby." Well, yesterday, I happened to be visiting at the VFW. I was talking to one of the regular patrons there. And they told me that, uh, hey, have you heard what's going on up, up uh, towards the mountains? I said, no, what's going on? I said, well, they were supposed to have some training over the weekend. And, yes, there are people who do believe in the Second Amendment. And they do believe in owning firearms. And they do believe in knowing how to use them and to train with them. None of that is illegal. Although, although there is a bill that's been put before Congress to make it illegal. That's another issue altogether. Point is, is that there were, there were supposed to be uh, between 10 and 20 people that were going to go up in the mountains and, uh, and train. Well, <laughs> I guess the estimates now are between 150 and 200 people up there training. 
up there with tents and all that. There are police over there checking cars and everything. There's helicopters flying around. I said, what the heck is going on? And not only that, but some of the locals are saying, gosh, at the grocery store, we're seeing bunches of people that come in here and they're all speaking Spanish. And a bunch of them are talking Chinese, you know, Mandarin. Folks, this is going on all over the country. All over the country. We're being infiltrated. It's an invasion. And see, like I said, uh, the Democrats, there's, you know, the, the argument is, oh, well, these people coming in, they're going to vote Democrats. So this is why we want them to come in. Trump doesn't want them here. He wants to deport them. So, of course, if they come in and they get access to our voting system and they are fast tracking that they want all these illegal immigrants to get, you know, citizenship. Here's your debit cards. Here's a cell phone. Here's a place to stay. Here's food. Here's clothing. You know, they're giving them all this stuff and they're going, hey, this is pretty good. Trump's not going to give us that. So, hey, look at it. If they get to vote, they're going to vote for the Democrats, and that's what the Democrats want. But that's that's the public consumption thing. I mean, that's bad enough. But what's even worse than that is the fact that many of these are military age. They're coming in. They have locations to go to. And when they get there, they'll be housed, and they'll be fed, and they'll be clothed, and they'll be supplied, they'll be briefed, they'll be trained, they'll be given their missions, and then they'll be released. We're going to be dealing with false flags big time, folks. Big, big, big time. As a matter of fact, uh, there's a gentleman, uh, uh, what's his name, Greg Reese, um, the Reese Report. He was talking to a guy named Chris Emery. Here's what Chris Emery had to say. He's warning people about false flags. Check this out. Here he is. We had uh, done our first movie premiere in March of that year in Salt Lake City with an attorney that we actually interviewed on the film by the name of Jesse Trinidad. He was approached by a, a command team leader that was in charge of 10, including himself, um, basically commandos, to blow up the Browns Ferry nuclear power plant in Athens, uh, Alabama, under the Operation PatCon. And then Jesse went into detail about what PatCon was, which would later morph into uh, the Waco attack and then the Oklahoma City bombing. And then our current present day uh, uh, ramification of that was J-6. That nuclear power plant is still standing today because this command leader says no. That violated their rules of engagement that they were taught in their special operations ever since he was you know, a rookie uh, commando. And he says, we are not... 27 innocent U.S. civilians, no matter how much money you're paying us. Each of his um, partners, uh, there were 10 commandos altogether, were given duffel bags full of cash. Each were given $5 million. They left it in the parking lot in the wee hours. He said between 2.30 and uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, they literally left these duffel bags in the parking lot, in the far end of the parking lot, away from the nuclear power plant and drove away. And they basically told their, uh, their commanding officer at the Pentagon to F off. We are dealing with people that are, are of the occult, are in a dark, dark corner of, of the universe that we can't even even imagine. And uh, Newland is in that pack with Eric Garland and several others, without a doubt. Um, she needs to be brought up on, on treason and uh, indicted, put on trial and thrown in prison and the key tossed away. Bingo. Victoria Newland and Merritt Garland are traitors. Along, they're not the only ones, obviously. But we are talking about false flags, folks. That's what we're talking about. And the more uh, of these illegals that are allowed to get in here, the more likely it is that they're going to start if they're not already starting. I mean, we're hearing about, oh, gosh, I can't remember the girl's name who was murdered, you know, by an illegal immigrant. 
I mean, you're dealing with with criminals. You're dealing with mentally ill people that basically, you know, third world countries, they don't want them there. They don't want their prisons filled up with bad people. They're turning them loose and sending them on up here. People that have, like I said, emotional problems, mental problems, psychopaths, bad actors. I mean, it's just they're just dumping them all up here. And, and of course, <laughs> the idiots out there saying, come on, give us your huddled masses. You know, no, 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 that's not what's going on. But I got to tell you, folks, it's, it's, it's not looking good right now. It is not looking good. And um, let me see. I had another clip here. Which one was it? Okay, now I'm going to save that one for later. Uh, the issue here, folks, is that we've got to really start being alert. We have to be situationally aware at all times. Now, I'm not advocating. I remember there was a, uh, an episode of, uh, of All in the Family many years ago. Remember Archie Bunker? And they, they were talking about terrorism and hijackings and stuff like that. And he went on with an editorial uh, uh, program. And they said, here's Mr. Archie Bunker. What do you think? And he says, well, I think when you get on the airplane, everybody should be issued a gun. And everybody was thought that was so funny, you know. And that is just, and then if somebody tries something, hey, well then, bang! You're, you you don't have to worry about it anymore. Everybody's armed. Now everybody laughed at that. We're talking, you know, twenty. What was it? Thirty, forty years ago, all in the family. Yeah, I mean, everybody thought that was a riot. That was so funny. It was absolutely ridiculous. But in the real world, in the real world, I mean, if you're if you're in the grocery store. And we had an incident uh, a couple a couple years ago, right where I live, uh, the next town over. If you're in a grocery store and some madman starts to shoot, or in this case, drove a car, right, smashed it right through the front entrance and started speeding up and down the aisles, you know, you when you got somebody that's crazy that's hurting people, I mean, if everybody is is packing. What's, what do you think is going to happen if some, some shooter goes into some place and starts shooting the place up and everybody's packing? It won't last very long, will it? Now, I'm not advocating for chaos and anything, but at, but at this critical time, if we're going to be dealing with the possibility, and at, and at this point, probability, that some of this stuff could start going down, I, at this point, I would think that anybody who knows how, who's been trained, and knows how to use uh, the tool of self-defense, which is exactly what it is, and it's why our founding fathers put it in our Constitution. We have the right to protect ourselves, our family, and others. Now, if everybody's unarmed, and some shooter comes in there and starts shooting the place up, he's going to keep on shooting, because nobody else can fight back. At this point, I'm starting to say, okay, folks, if you've got your concealed carry, Utilize it. And if you're in a state that has open carry, utilize it. Because if they see that there's a deterrent, you're less likely to be a victim on that. Anyway, yeah, we're coming up into some very, very trying times, folks. So uh, it's <laughs> stock up on your food. Make sure you have alternative uh, communication, whether it be a CB radio or a satellite phone or short, uh, ham, shortwave. You're going to need to have some sort of a way to communicate to communicate with others, and if nothing else, a shortwave radio to be able to hear what the heck is going on around the world. Because if we do have some of these terrorist attacks, and they do start taking out the internet or cell phones or the grid or something, we're going to need to be prepared. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. Be back in just about three minutes. 
Every job you take and every dime you make will be watching you. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a slave. And during the election, they will tell you you control your destiny. But computers do the counting and they don't allow the public scrutiny. That's where we're heading. <laughs> Welcome back to the WTF Reports. 
on this 29th of February. Yeah, you could see this broadcast as sort of like a Red Pill 101. I'm not an expert on any one of these subjects. It's like the old jack-of-all-trades, master of none. But uh, like you said many times before, you don't have to be a certified, registered, and licensed pyrotechnic expert to have a valid claim of fire. Anybody who has functional gray matter and has the propensity to use it it doesn't take them too much time to figure out what the heck is going on. And, uh, and I wanted to play that little clip because, uh, yeah, it's, it says that verse is, and during the election, they will tell you you control your destiny. But computers do the vote, I mean, do the counting, and they don't allow the public scrutiny. And the scores of correspondents say it's balanced and it's fair until the predetermined candidate, the winner, they declare. And they're hoping that the public is completely unaware. But not me. And not you, folks. If you're listening to this broadcast, I'm sure that you're very much aware of what the heck is going on. And I wanted to share with you something that was really interesting. Yeah, we just had another primary in South Carolina. Of course, Trump won handily. But it's, it's really interesting because, you know, this whole thing about the January 6th protesters and, of course, you know, the MAGA kids, the MAGA folks are election deniers. Yes, the 2020 presidential election, the media said, was the most secure in history. Yes, and anybody who doubts it is an election denier. And, of course, then everybody who knew what the heck was going on, and they descended upon uh, Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Well, we all know what happened with that. And, uh, by the way, I have something I want to share with you about that in, uh, maybe after the bottom of the hour. But this is kind of interesting because one of the things, of course, Mark, uh, Mike Lindell uh, and many others have been pushing for integrity in our election systems. And they've been being, you know, they have to go against the Department of Justice and they have to go against the FBI because they're all and the CIA because they're all covering for the steal. We all know it happened. The evidence is staggeringly overwhelming, but it's happening right in our faces, folks. I mean, one of the big things that they say is that those, those voting machines are not supposed to be connected to the Internet, of course, because if they are, they can be ni- manipulated. So the powers that be have been saying, no, they were never connected and they should, should never be connected to the Internet. Well, do you know what happened in South Carolina? Real America's Voice Network, bless their heart, they had, they had a woman, I don't know who, what her name is, boots on the ground outside of one of the polling places, and let me play for you her, her report as to what happened. Listen to this one, campers. Good morning. We're at Satchel Ford Elementary here in Columbia, South Carolina. Polls opened at 7 o'clock this morning, and I'm already hearing from voters that there could be some suspicion around the way they're able to cast their ballots. I actually was just speaking with one gentleman who just finished casting his ballot, came out to us and explained exactly what is going on inside. Could you break that down for us, what you told me? I'd be happy to. My name's Tony Burks, and uh, I've lived here in the neighborhood 37 years. Always voted here and uh, submitted my ballot. It's a paper ballot into the scanner. Got an error. Poll worker comes over, says that I'm going to have to fold it and slide it in another slot. It looked kind of like a trash can and said they didn't have Internet. So I walked out scratching my head and there were a number of other voters that were just as confused as I was. 
So no one was able no. to correctly do it. Right. And it's interesting because we both have internet out yeah, here. Absolutely. No problem. Okay, I'm pausing that. Do you understand how important this is? They've been screaming and screaming and screaming. We had the best election in history. No, the machines were not and cannot be connected to the Internet. And here it is. No one was able to tell you anything? I just asked what's going on. He said, well, we can't get Internet, so you're just going to have to put your ballot in here, and it'll be counted, hand-counted. Very uh, uh, unusual at best. Yeah. Now, did they say that they're going to fix this Internet problem? Um. I don't recall us having any conversation related to that. I just assumed that they would, but it it might be interesting for you to ask some other voters if it's still going on. But there were about five five voters that came out at the same time like, what the heck, you know. Well, hey, thank you so much you for letting us know, and we will, of course, continue to follow this. We are in Columbia, South Carolina. It is primary day here, and the polls are open until 7 o'clock tonight. Stick with us for more coverage. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that staggering? Right in your face, folks. <sighs> yeah, the most secure election in history. Yeah, my patoot. And uh, by the way, uh, when I get back from the bottom of our break, I have one more audio clip that I would like to play for you um, by a gentleman who's running for Congress. And it's really interesting who this gentleman is. Anyway, coming up on the bottom of the hour, we're going to take our break. We'll be right back. and We're going to open up the phone lines. 512-248-8252. Mike in Kentucky, you stay right there. You'll be up first. We must all take a stand and tell your brothers and you are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultation are free and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects email tom at republicbroadcasting.org t-o-m at republicbroadcasting.org there's something brewing people know that things aren't right we're in the dark it's black as night and when the ones who see the truth try to convey their ridicule and turned away. But now it's time for us to see there really is conspiracy. If we don't act, we won't be free. That's your, that's your choice, folks. we got to be brave or be a slave. Welcome back to the WTF Reports on this leap year, February 29th. I'm Dave Von Kleist. And, uh, yeah, there really, really, truly, honestly is conspiracy, folks. And it's, it's, it's in, your, in your face. It really is. Um, I wanted to share with you. Now, we were talking about these voting machines. And, of course, the result of the corruption uh, of the 2020 election uh, was the January 6th protest. And uh, there is a gentleman who is running for Congress. And let me see if I can pull him up. His name is, uh, let me see, I got it written down here. It's, it's De- uh, Derek, uh, Derek Myers. He's running for Congress for the state of Ohio. Now, it's important that you hear what this gentleman has to say because uh, he, had, he had something to do with this January 6th thing. And he wants to have a clear conscience about it. So, uh, anyway, give this a listen. Here it is. Running to be your next congressman in Ohio's 2nd Congressional District. I'm about to share with you some information that I feel the American people deserves to know. It's not a video that I wanted to make at first. In fact, it's something that I still don't really want to have to share with you. However, I must say the American people deserve to know the truth, and therefore I am sharing this video with you. Four months ago when I decided to run for this office... I shared this with my campaign manager and our campaign consultants with hopes that they could, that it could be part of my platform. I wanted to tell the truth about what January 6th was. I wanted to tell the truth about our federal government. It was strongly advised that I not come public about that because it could hurt my campaign, it could hurt my polling numbers, and may cost me the election. More importantly, my base would possibly be upset with me with the fact that I'm about to share the information with you that I'm about to share. 
Many people have asked, is January 6th a setup? Were there undercover FBI agents or human assets inside the crowd of protesters at the Capitol on January 6th, 2021? And did those FBI agents or undercover human assets work to radicalize other protesters in order, in order to storm the Capitol? I can tell you 100% definitively, without a doubt, that there were indeed undercover human assets and plainclothes FBI agents inside the crowd on January 6, 2021. I know this because I was the member of a program and recruited by the FBI to take part in such events. I was recruited in 2017 to be part of the FBI's program known as Confidential Human Assets or what we call um, field operatives. Essentially, as a field operative, it is our job to infiltrate organizations that are radicalized, gather information and intelligence, find out their next moves, take that information to the FBI, then go back to these organizations, help plan out what these organizations are going to do, record that information, attend these events, attend these protests, and help radicalize them, help get their aggression pent up, make them more angry, make them more upset, so that way the aggression would turn uh, violent as a result of our antagonistic um, ways of of angering these people. Now, you might wonder why, believe me, I mean, after all, this is a guy who's running for office. This is a person who has made national headlines before. When 2020 came around, I was deactivated. I was no longer a member of the program. However, in December of 2020, I was approached by a member of the FBI asking me if I was interested in being reactivated for an assignment in Washington, D.C. that would be taking place in January. I now have since learned that that assignment that was being solicited to me was the Stop the Steel rally, or what some has known as the January 6th insurrection. So when the people ask today, were there undercover FBI agents or confidential human assets working on behalf of the FBI inside the rally on Stop the Steal on January 6, 2021. I'm Derek Myers, and I'm here to tell you that 100% truthfully, definitively, yes, that the FBI does indeed use confidential human informants and plainclothes FBI agents to infiltrate protesters, and that, in fact, they were present on January 6th. Kaboom! Ka-flippin'! Boom, ladies and gentlemen. Derek Myers running for Congress in the great state of Ohio. You might want to write his name down. So <laughs> we've got a lot of a lot of uh, fecal matter we're going to have to wade through here. That's so much stuff is going to be hitting the fan. I mean, and all of this stuff leads us to all of these lawsuits, the lawfare that's going on against Donald Trump, you know, um, and Fannie Willis. Is of course having uh, she's she's going to be in deep trouble right uh, right now. I think they might have to throw that entire case out because you know she is uh, one. The whole case is based upon election denial. You know that uh, Trump was trying to steal the 2020 election, folks. The 2020 election was stolen. It was, and all of the evidence points to that. I mean, it's just it's overwhelming. And just because people have Stockholm Syndrome and they just don't recognize evidence and facts because they've been polluted 
by the mainstream media, and, I, and again, I refer to Cheryl Atkinson, bless her heart for doing that, that story this past weekend about all of the media BS that they were throwing out into the, uh, for public consumption to generate uh, Trump derangement syndrome. They don't want to talk about what really happened there. All they want to do is say orange man bad, and they put out all of these lies. I mean, just flat out lies and fabrications. Anyway, it's, we're going to have to see how this is going to pan out. I got a couple other things I was going to get to, but I want to get to the phones. Um, let's, uh, let's open up the phone lines again. 512-248-8252. First up today is Mike in Kentucky. Thank you for holding, Mike. I appreciate that. But I had to get that, I had to get that audio oh, clip out there. Well, how are you doing? I'm all right. I, guess, uh, I would like to reinforce some of what you're saying and, and say I think it's uh, given the level of surveillance that's been going on in this country on all phones, not just cell phones, going back to at least the mid-1990s as they developed the fiber optic uh, sessionizers from Naris and Parent through the NSA brokered back through uh, Mossad, uh, Unit 8200. They, they know... I mean, they're surveilling uh, for keywords on the phones probably since the 70s. And if anybody gets to where they're talking about something like, you know, stop this deal, stop this deal, we're going to the stop this deal rally, they flag their phone and start tracking it. All the metadata mm-hmm. goes into their X-Key score file. So they could easily find people to manipulate and dupe and, and uh, you know, what do they call it, sheep dip, whatever. And, you know, and, and, and these these operatives that they've got have their own personal agenda, and they know they have qualified immunity. So if they're actually, you know, enthusiastic about doing stuff, well, they'll do stuff outside their orders, you know, mm-hmm. and go beyond what they were told, and they've got immunity, right? And, and then yeah. they know that the FBI is not going to expose them. Those that would that would uh, let the cat out of the bag. But anyway, on the, the elections, uh, have you heard of, or are you familiar with the concept of packet-sniffing? And packet substitution when it comes to digital communications. Yeah, understand we'll that concept? That yeah. Well, I mean, basically, I've heard all ahead, your, digital, your digital communications, to, to really simplify the concept here, your digital communications use packets, and they have addresses on them to, to where they're reassembled on the other end, like a, uh, a, a, a voting clerk in a county in Georgia sends their data over to the Secretary of State and the media at the same time. Well, if you're sampling those packets as they leave that computer system, you can sample those packets and substitute fake packets for the results you want. Now, in Georgia, in a special election for those two senators in 2021, they found that there was uh, voting machines that had the Wi-Fi turned on illegally. And I've got Mm -hmm. audio for that. I've got it up on my YouTube account because I was afraid it was going to disappear I mean, I could try playing just a few seconds of it if you want to hear it and see what, uh, see what if it's uh, discernible or not. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Put it up to the microphone. Right, me, I'd love to hear see, what it is. Let's see what it sounds like. Respectfully request uh, that you afford just a couple minutes to Javon Pulitzer. He's just informed me of some very serious new evidence that he's just obtained from a Fulton County voting uh, polling place within the last hour, and I think this committee uh, needs to hear this. Okay, we'll give. Okay, his name is Devon. 
Pulitzer, I think, and this is an actual hearing in Georgia, state government hearing in a committee room, and he, he goes on to talk about these uh, Wi-Fi, these um, voting machines that had the Wi-Fi turned on and how that they had figured out it wasn't the Wi-Fi thermostats or other sources, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Did that sound okay? Yeah, it came out okay. How long is this, by the way? Oh, the total clip is three minutes, but I'm not going to play all of it. Okay, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. You can hear his his voice. Yeah, well, that's a team effort. That's what this program is all about. We gather up all these in, in, all the information, audio clips, documents, etc., and just throw them out there. If you got something, belly up to the bar, give it up. Okay, go ahead. Well, it's buffering now. I had it playing, but then you started talking. Hang on. As we uh, all know, there's multiple teams working on this and our technology teams into it. And as was broke uh, early in the weekend last week about connected devices, at this very moment at a polling location in the county, um, not only do we now have access through the devices to the poll pad, the system, but we are in. And it's not supposed to have Wi-Fi, and that's not supposed to be able to happen. So anyway, it's starting to buffer. So he's saying basically they were able to get into the machines in that special election for those two uh, Georgia Congress critters that got elected. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with packet substitution, and I believe this first happened or was tested in the Kentucky governor's election in 2018 where we got our... Uh, son of Bashir <laughs> got elected, and uh, the the margin between the two candidates was exactly four times uh, the glitch that happened. I believe it was in um, Harrison County. There was a glitch that added up to one fourth of the margin between the two candidates. So all you have to do it four times, and you've got enough to uh, declare your candidate the winner. And uh, later on, your cover stories. Oh well, it was a glitch, and we fixed it. But it actually appeared on TV screens that the amount that on uh, in that governor's election. So they've been able to do this, I think, for quite a while. That's interesting. Well, that's good stuff. Uh, I'd never, I hadn't heard of the uh, packet I, sniffing. But uh, well, I no. tried to uh, post that on the RBN uh, Facebook page. If you want to go find it, I think I'll tag you in. If I'm, I think I'm friends with you on Facebook. So okay, sounds good. All right, thanks. Hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And the contribution to the show. That's what it's all about, folks. And if you'd like to contribute, the phone lines are open. 512-248-8252. Again, 512-248-8252. There is something else that I I hadn't touched upon. And, of course, everybody is still, we're still talking about what's going on over there uh, with Israel and uh, Palestine, et cetera, et cetera, the, the just carnage that's going on over there. And it continues every day. I mean, I can't believe the heartbreaking videos that I see online of these families that have just been de- destroyed. I mean, their children, they're, they're weeping over their dead, chi- dead children. I mean, it's just, it's, it's horrendous. But uh, this whole thing about you know, the difference between Zionism and Judaism is now becoming a topic of conversation. Now, we've been screaming about this now for, for several months. And my heart goes out and I, I, my prayers are for all of the innocent Jews out there that are going to uh, suffer persecution because of the acts of the Zionist government in Israel. Now, I want to share with you, there's the United Nations General Assembly Resolution 3379. Again, the U.N. General Assembly Resolution 3379, 
was adopted on the 10th of November in 1975, quote, determines that Zionism is a form of racism and racial discrimination, unquote. Now, they voted for this resolution, 72 in favor, 35 votes against, and 32 abstentions. Now, that tells you right there that, yes, they know doggone well that Zionism is racism. We talked about that in the previous shows. I mean, if this, had become, if this becomes the Zionist states of America, that means we'll have to divide up different states, and Catholics, you go to this state, and everybody who's not Catholic, you have to move out and give your home to the Catholics. And that state over there, you're Protestant. So if you're not Protestant, you have to move out and give all your stuff to, to the Protestants. Okay, uh, then you've got your Muslims here and your agnostics here and uh, your LGBTQ over here. That's what Zionism is. And the overwhelming majority of people who have moved to Israel are not indigenous to Israel or even the Middle East. And there are a lot of Americans, people who, who grew up in Brooklyn. They moved to Israel and then they appropriate some Palestinians' home. I mean, that's what the, that's what's going on. And of course, the mainstream media isn't talking about the uh, nearly uh, what is it? A half of a tr- no, 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 half of a quadrillion. Yeah, they're talking about four hundred and eighty-five trillion dollars worth of gas and oil underneath Gaza. Yeah, that's maybe that's the motivation. Money talks, doesn't it? Oh, and then there's the issue about the Ben-Gurion Canal that's been on the planning stages for over 20 years. They want to be able to, to connect that right through Gaza, which means they have to just tear everything down, get rid of all those people, cleanse the land, as they put it. That's, what, that's, that's basically what's going on. So this whole thing about Zionism you, and the fact that the APAC... American-Israeli Political Action uh, Committee. My gosh. They They have our Congress by the short hairs. And you know who else they have by the short hairs? Give a listen. You don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist, and I'm a Zionist. Yeah, that's our commander in chief. Yeah, I'm a Zionist. You don't have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. Zionism is political dogma. It's not a religion. And we keep on banging the drum about that. We go back to the Balfour Declaration that was set up by the Rockefellers. And, of course, by now, most of you already know that uh, Jacob Rockefeller passed away. But that's all right. There's plenty of other Rockefellers to take his place. And, of course, he posed in front of that, by the way. Yeah, I told you about the, the photograph taken with Marina Abramovic and Jacob Rothschild in, in front of the portrait of Satan releasing his legions. That's gone viral. It's all over the place now. People are starting to put the puzzle pieces together. What kind of people are the Rothschilds? They're open Satanists. I mean, there's no denying it. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be back to wrap things up. It's the WTF Reports. I'll be back. Only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. And as this country prospered, there were those who couldn't stand to see the common people as the rulers of their land. A small cabal of rich men, then meticulously planned, regaining their control with an economic hand. For many generations, through the countless years Their money paid for influence And their tactics played on fears Until each politician, corporate leader, CEO Understood they had to play along Or say they didn't know Don't let it slip away The framers tried to warn us Forever vigilant is what we have to be Be on your guard Defend your constitution Or your republic will succumb to tyranny All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the WTF Reports on this leap year, February 29th, 2024. I'm your host, Dave Von Kleist, and I appreciate your listenership. I really do. Love to get some feedback from you guys. If you want to go to the website, the WTF Reports.com, 
Uh, you can check in there. And uh, you can also go to my website, DaveVonKleist.com. And if you're enjoying the music, it's all out there for free on YouTube. All you got to do is go to YouTube and search my name, and it's all there. It's all out there for free. There are some people out there on eBay and stuff selling my albums. I have no idea who they are, and frankly, I don't care. It's not about the money, and it never was. It's about getting the message out there. And any way it gets out there, that's just fine with me. All right, I got one more clip I wanted to play for you. Um, it has to do, once again, with the January 6th issue. You know, of course, last year, remember, we had the January 6th non-committee. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's a guy by the name of Jordan Sekulow who put, had a, a couple of things to say about that. Let's see if this will play properly. Go ahead. The January 6th committee finished up at the end of the congressional term, and they have their documents, and then the Republicans are now in charge, of course, so they have on oversight, they're allowed to review the materials that the committee used in making its conclusions, including security lapses at the Capitol. Guess what? No documents. Benny Thompson, the chairman of the committee, said he doesn't believe that they were necessary, that you had to keep them. You know what they got rid of? The video depositions, the thing you would probably want the most, because that's what people can actually see, that's gone. Representative Laudermill says that the staff had difficulty gathering all the information it needed. Nothing was indexed. There was no table of contents. Usually when you conduct this level of investigation, you use a database system and everything is digitized. We got nothing like that. It took us a long time to go through it. And one thing I started realizing is we don't have anything much at all from the blue team. The blue team represents the group within the January 6th committee that was directed to investigate security failures at the Capitol. You would think of all the things they would have kept, it might have been that. But they didn't. But this goes to government transparency or the lack of it. Bingo. The lack of it. So in review, the January 6th non-committee lost their documents. And they also can't find the video deposition. What else do you put into a, a, a hearing? you got to have the documents. you got to have the videos. And they're all missing. Interesting. All right, folks. Uh, that's going to bring this. Boy, this hour went by quickly. <laughs> All right, well, you have a great weekend, and keep in mind, folks, if love isn't part of your decision-making process, you need to rethink your decision. Dave Von Kleist, this is WTF Reports. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back on Tuesday. God bless you all. some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can 
print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 